0: Welcome to the Golf Betting System Podcast 45, we are covering the 2018 Ryder Cup from Le Golf National in Paris. This podcast is for listeners of 18 and above. I'm Steve Bamford, PGA Tour Previewer at Golf Betting System and with me we have European Tour expert Paul Williams and resident podcast pundit Barry O'Hanrahan. Good evening chaps.
1: Evening gents. Evening guys.
0: Uh, golfbettingsystem.co.uk. That's the website. Twitter handles at Bamford Golf, at Golf Betting for Paul, and at A Good Talk Golf for Barry. Available on Podbean, iTunes, TuneIn for Android, Spotify, Stitcher, Player FM, Podtail. Wherever you want to hear us, we're available. Naturally, subscribe, follow the podcast, and spread the word. Uh, if you could take time to rate and review us on iTunes. That would be much appreciated. Up to 12 ratings there, chaps, and an average score of four and a half. So, thank you to all of you who have done that. If we could get some more uh, rankings or ratings, that would be absolutely fabulous. Rider Cup Week.
2: Mm.
0: Always exciting. Always exciting, eh? Mm. We don't sound very excited, but we are excited, aren't we?
1: Ah, oh, come on, it's great. Like I've booked work off on Friday. I just, I, you know, it's once every two years. I can't wait for that alarm to go off on Friday morning and be sitting down uh, in front of the TV. It's just, like, these teams are stacked, and we'll get to that in a few minutes. But, like, I mean, come on, we have to talk a little bit about last night.
0: Of course, why not? Tiger Woods. It's, it is absolutely 100%. Uh, apparent that if if we'd have been having this conversation twelve months ago, ten months ago, you, you we would have been fifty fifty if he was ever gonna even be competitive on the PGA Tour, let alone winning on the PGA Tour. Yeah. And I heard um, heard a piece from Joe LaCarva, his caddy, uh, last week on YouTube, and he was saying. It was like, um, I think they would filmed it before Boston. And it was one of these, you know, there was a lot of sponsors' invites there. And he he, he did did 45 minutes in front of them, uh, in front of a crowd. And he basically said he didn't realise that Tiger Woods was going to amount to anything this year until he went down to Albany, and I think it was in November last year. And Tiger managed to put together five solid days of practice one day after the other. Yeah. And he thought to himself, well, his back is obviously fit. Um, he can practice, and he then at that point thought he would be able to get back on the on the tour and win again. So yeah, uh, it's a, it's one of the comebacks of all time, isn't it? From yeah, from well, the, his, ga-
2: his game's been gradually coming round, hasn't it, for for a number of weeks? And you know, we've seen bits with his long game that haven't been quite right, and he's straightened those out. We've seen his putting. Being not quite right and he's you know he's sorted that out and it all came together you know and he very very nearly won the the whole shebang didn't he you know save for for Rose making that uh, birdie on the last he'd have taken the FedEx Cup title as well which you know from the position he was in would he go in 20th was it into the week I think yeah 20th from, yeah yeah from that position you know it's very long that he's going to uh going to win the whole lot but you know such is the man he very nearly did it but no fair play back on the uh, back on the winning trail 80 wins for him now and who's to say that you know he's not going to stop there is he he looks fit he looks healthy he's got that desire back it's good for the sport good for the game
1: that's amazing I mean the thing is we all kind of knew at this stage you know in, re- in recent times he was going to win it was just a matter of catching him on the right week and Unfortunately, we shot a bit a week too early with Aronomink, but um, he took what he did last week, or sorry two weeks ago at Aonomink into this week and it was so impressive. I mean, that, that statement, birdie he made on the first hole yesterday, it, it was just over. You just you, There was nobody going to catch him, Espe- yeah. especially when you saw the scoring out there. It was really tough to put a good score together um, on Sunday. It, so. fu-
0: it, was, it was firm, wasn't it, as, as we anticipated it. The conditions were firm. I think 11-under, that's uh, the highest score it's been there for quite uh, two or three seasons. So, yeah, it wasn't quite as soft as a lot of them would have liked. And he just dominated, didn't he? Dominated. Yeah.
1: it was amazing to watch it was just it was so so good and I mean I don't think I'll forget that scene of him and Rory walking up the 18th and the crowds just milling in behind them it was amazing
0: Mm. I said I said to you about US Open links didn't I for that tournament Woods won Horschel finished second he's finished fourth in the US Open DJ third Matsuama second at Erin Hills. Justin Rose, a US Open winner. Webb Simpson, a US Open winner. So, one, two, three, four US Open winners in the top six players.
1: Yeah, Billy Horschel <laughs> likes East Lake a lot. He does He likes
0: Bermuda. He likes Bermuda a lot, doesn't he? he loves Bermuda green.
2: And he holds his form, doesn't he? We've said it a number of times. When he when he finds that uh, top gear or close to that top gear, he can continue yeah. to reel out decent performances.
0: Fair play to Steve Palmer as well. How often can you put three selections up for a golf tournament? I know it was only thirty in the field, and get all three a winner and two in the places. Mm. That's an unbelievable performance of Steve. Steve Palmer, yeah, in the race impressive. Race.
2: He, he, I think he put up the uh, hundred to one for uh, for Woods to take the FedEx Cup as well. So very close
0: to that. Yeah, unbelievable. Right, I'll tell you what we're going to do, chaps. We had this discussion off mic. We're going to run through the two teams, all 24 players, and we're just going to kind of do a synopsis, a minute on each, I think. You know, do we think they're playing well, badly? Are they a strength for their team, a weakness for their team? Do we think they're going to play five matches? Do we think they suit the course? That kind of stuff makes sense, doesn't it? Cool. I think I think the listeners will get some benefit from that. So... Where should we start? I suppose it makes sense to start with the home team, Team Europe. Uh, talk me through... Let's do this in qualifying order. Oh, it doesn't really matter, does it? Let's do it. Let's, let's start. Uh, world number two, Justin Rose. Where, where are we with him, chaps, after last night? He's got to be playing
2: five matches, is not if he? There's, if there's one... There's probably two or three that might get for all five, but... You'd you'd expect Rose to be one of the ones who's going out there and, uh, and getting five matches. So if you're looking at the combined scorer market or you're looking at the top European market market, then uh, you know it's it's no surprise that Rose is right up there. I think actually he's his joint favourite in that overall market as it is at the moment, isn't he? Him and uh, yeah, him DJ and possibly. Yeah, More just Yeah. Actually, it varies quite dramatically by bookie, I must say. But, uh, but yeah, generally, Rose, Rose, Rory, and then DJ and uh, Kepka are the four at the top of that market. If you're, you're at,
0: if you're looking at Dustin John, uh, sorry, Justin Rose's record: uh, eleven wins, two halves, and five losses from nineteen matches. That's a win percentage of fifty-eight percent, which is the third best in the uh, of all the players and the second best in team Europe and he also was top point scorer in 20 uh, 2014 when they played this at Glen Eagles yeah
2: that's right yeah i remember you put him up that week i think from from memory. Yeah, definitely so so we're expecting him to be paired with Stenson i guess
0: yeah, it would make logical sense. As if Stenson's fit, that's the thing. Yeah, see, yeah,
1: it'd be interesting to see if Stenson plays more than uh, you know, more than three matches. Mm. I, uh,
0: think you, yeah. I think you'll find that. Yeah, this is it. I think you're spot on. It was interesting. I was watching something today. It was one of those European Tour podcasts, and they were chatting with Justin Rose, uh, and he was saying how close he is to Ian Poulter. They used to share a lot of hotels when they were back on the Euro Challenge days or whatever. Yeah. Both lived in Orlando before we moved down to the Bahamas. Uh, clearly, Polter's still in Orlando, so you never know if, if you know, if it gets to a situation where they want a spearhead team, and uh, Stenson's only going to play say one you know one match each Friday and Saturday, you might you, you could even be paired with Poulter
2: mm, potentially.
1: If they want to a there's a lot of rookies to take care of though as well. You know, you could see him being put with somebody like Tyrrell Hatton or Tommy Fleetwood. Uh, you know, Poulter could take somebody under his wing as well. You know, Poulter and Ram, I think, would be a pretty cool, fiery combo to put out there.
0: Yeah. On the rookie count, just for listeners, uh, it, Europe have got five: Olsen, Fleetwood, Hatton, Norren, and Ram. Uh, I know those names seem crazy a lot of them seem crazy to be debutants uh, they've got three on the state side Thomas, Tony Finau Bryson DeChambeau yeah.
2: that's an interesting point Barry actually because last time he played um, three of his matches with Stenson the fourth when he played with Chris Wood um, and obviously taking one of the uh, inexperienced guys under his wing for, for one of the matches so yeah, it's quite possible that one of the outings for one of the one of the rookies is with uh, is with Rosie. Let's see how he gets on.
0: Couple what of about t- Mac- What about Rory McIlroy, chaps?
1: Two a miss. It's not going to be. That's not a good thing to have going to the golf National. Um, just just to link it to yesterday's performance, I I it seemed to me that Rory was trying to dominate Tiger with raw distance, and he was, you know, his swing looked just a little bit out of sync, or, you know, too. it was almost like too much fury was going into it, where, when Rory's really flowing and bombing the ball, it looks so effortless, and, n- like, he's not trying at all, and yesterday it seemed like he was just trying too hard, and, you know, that, that distance domination over, you know, psychological domination over somebody might work with other people, but for Tiger, it doesn't matter. Uh, you know tiger's striking the ball with his mid-long irons um, the guy's made a great point on the sky sports um, show last night that tiger doesn't mind laying back and hitting mid-long irons in when he's playing like yeah. this so yeah. the the dis- the distance psychological yeah. advantage that rory maybe thought he was getting i mean it only works if you're hitting the fairways <laughs> so and you, you heard him he dropped a dropped an f bomb in there you know midway through the back nine um about you know if i could just hit a the fairway and mm. uh, you know, the some you know, just psychologically, it just wasn't the right approach. Hopefully, he learns from it. Um, you know, kind of like he has learned from his uh, his mess ups in the past. He's got
0: yeah. a good record at the course, hasn't he? Uh, Rory, yeah, he's, yeah. Thir- he's got
2: a third and a fourth there um, in the past. He hasn't played for a couple of years, but, uh, but yeah, he's got a decent enough record there. And if you go back to the last Ryder Cup, he was paired with Thomas Peters, wasn't he? And they, those those two went off and,
0: uh, you know, ultimately Peters was the uh, top top point scorer, wasn't he? Um, he was. And McElroy was very, very short to be top point scorer that week. Yeah. If you remember, cause he, he, he just won the Tour Championship the that's week right. before.
2: Yeah, that's right. I mean, it's, it'd be interesting to see how they do the pairings with him this time round, I guess, because clearly no Peters. so um, Something's got to change there.
0: You know that he's going to play five, though. That's that's fact. Well, you'd
2: expect so, yeah. Yeah, there's, there's there's no reason why not. There's no physical reason why not. He's he's not carrying any kind of injury. His form's generally good. You know, yesterday aside, um, there's there's no reason to expect that him or Rose won't play play the maximum. Can't see it myself. John Ral. Yeah, it's his first time out, isn't it? Although he's had a couple of goes at, uh, at the golf national, has not he? Tenth and fifth the last two years, so yep. got a little bit, a little bit of experience under his belt from the track,
0: which is all, all good. Um, Seems to have been making slow progress. I know he's going through the doldrum, doldrums relatively. I mean, it sounds ridiculous for a guy of his inexperience, but mm. you know, these are the standards he's been set. But you just you've just seen him populating closer you know, just closer to the top of the last couple of leaderboards, the BMW and the tour championship.
2: Oh yeah, he was fourth going into the final day, wasn't he? Uh, mm-hmm. yesterday.
0: So And he's all and he's from memory, didn't he get to the world match play final last year, twenty seventeen? Yeah, lost to DJ, didn't lost he? Lost to DJ, didn't he, over in Texas. Mm-hmm.
1: I think he could be uh, an interesting shout for the top debutante Marcus. Yeah, uh, I'd say he's quite short on that, but um, yeah, I, th- I think he's going to go quite well. I think he's going to thrive on it, don't you? What well, do
0: yeah.
2: you reckon he's uh, paired with Sergio? Does that make sense?
1: I mean, yeah, you've got the Spanish angle there. Um, hmm. Thankfully, you know, for us, Sergio showed a bit of form there last <laughs> week. This week, just gone. Um,
0: yeah, both I'd, say, I'd say. I'd say.
1: More so than anybody in the world, that's probably calmed Sergio's nerves an awful lot. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, be I don't know. It's it's interesting to I could see Ram go. You know, maybe with. Hmm. I'd like to see something a little bit left field, just for just for shits and giggles. Um, <laughs> yeah.
0: you, you tend know, to but, get that though, Barry. That you tend to get that at, 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 in this top point score market. That you know what I mean. It doesn't tend to be the very obvious... I mean, like as Paul said, Thomas Peters last year fifty to one he was mm. at team. and he got four points from five matches. The year before at Glen Eagles, yeah, Justin Rose was twelve to one shot. Which actually, if he was twelve to one that year, and you look at you can get eleven to one on him year, that year. This this year doesn't exactly um, you know there hasn't been a lot of price erosion on that on that. Patrick Reed was second at Glen Eagles. He was 66 to 1. Yeah, that's bad. So, yeah, you you know, and I'm uh, just to read these out, I mean, these are prices of people that are placed as well. 14s, this is a Hazel team. 14 to 1, 15 to 2, that is McElroy. Uh, Kepka was 25s and Snedeker was 33 to 1 uh, two years ago. And four years ago, Rose 12s, Reed sixty-six 66s, 15 to 2 McElroy, Stenson 18s, Jamie Donaldson, 40-1, to one, and he placed in the top combined point scorer's market. Mm. And Graham McDowell was 18-1. to one. So there will be play- you know, fits and giggles. There will be players out there at a big price who will go well this week. Undoubtedly.
2: Yep, two or three wins, and uh, you're in with a great shout of on each way there, at least, have
0: not you? You have, yeah. Right, mm. so, John, let's talk Sergio. I mean, he was by far the most contentious pick. Hasn't played a lot of golf since the Wyndham. Clearly came out in Portugal last week and was very competitive from tee to green. Do we see Sergio as a strength or do we see Sergio as a weakness for Team Europe? The, you know, he's been quoted as being the heartbeat of the team by the, by the captain, Thomas Bjorn. He's been
2: brought in for his experience. He's massively experienced in this format, he's got a lot of points under his belt
0: over the years. Um, 37, yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry, I'm not... 30, 37 it, appearances. 37 apps, 22.5 points, which, yeah, yeah, as you say, that's one point more than uh, Phil Mickelson, 21.5. Yeah.
2: Only showed a bit of willing, hasn't he? Coming along to uh, the Open de France earlier in the year, finished eighth there and had a chance going up the uh, stretch and had an outside chance, still standing on the 18th tee. Um, and as you see, his ball striking last week was far improved and he'll need to do that you know one one thing you need around the Golf National is you need your ball striking to be on You, it's not all about driver there there's a lot of um, irons or, or less than driver off the tee but your, your yeah. long irons and your greens and regulation need to be absolutely spot on so it's interesting to see that his ball striking was good last week um, and if he's found that bit of form, um, he, he could be a strength, could be a strength. And, and you know, I, I, I'm willing to eat my hat and to eat my words because I've, you know, been very anti the decision to put him in. But, you know, with my Team Europe hat on right now, if he performs over the next few days, then uh, good on him.
1: I, I think, uh, yeah, my worries... Is- whatever they were about Sergio. I mean I thought he was gonna show up anyway, but now that little performance um just to calm his nerves about his form going into it, yeah, happy, um, I'm happy out. Um, I don't I I I I don't know if he's gonna go out and shoot like three you know, score three and a half points, but um I think he'll make a solid contribution mm. in point in terms of points. Um what he can do in the back room for the team. Um only, only those guys will know that. But uh, if everybody keeps saying it, it must be, uh, it must be something good.
2: Hmm. Yeah, he's clearly well respected, and uh, in the, in the, as you say, in the back room, he's there, um,
0: adding a lot to the, uh, adding a lot to the parties. So. And the fact of the matter is, this is true. You know, when you have got five rookies out of twelve in the team, you need experience, don't you? Yeah. You need someone there that can tell, tell, you know, talk to these guys and tell them what they're going to face
2: well clearly that's been Bjorn's angle with, with the picks and um, let's assume that he knows what he's doing he's doing. He's made those picks for the right reason to bolster the team in terms of experience and uh, you know he's obviously got some pairings in mind as to how he'll play the, uh, the individual four ball balls and the foursomes so yeah, let's give Sergio the benefit of any doubt that exists out there and see how he gets on
0: Henrik Stenson is he fit? I don't think so.
2: Fit enough to play five matches,
0: probably not. I saw I saw a picture on Twitter or on Instagram the other day. It was last week, and you could see a great big patch on his elbow. Mm. You know, and he's off duty. Yeah. So clearly, it's giving him serious grief.
2: Yeah, you know, since since he was sick at the U.S. Open, there has been nothing since, really, is there? No. You know, clearly his form's been impacted by his uh, by his injury um, and yeah feels like a bit of a weakness to me in the
1: in the in the team I must say it's it's a worry yeah i mean if he can play what what if he if he can play one match each day pain free or relatively pain free then he's an asset to the team his record's brilliant um he's a very i mean he's a very intimidating and imposing opponent okay. to go up against um and if he's got his irons firing that's um it's just brilliant for a match play. Yep. So, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's tough to tough to make a call on him, um with that that injury. So, it's, I guess How, it's a w- wait and see.
0: Yeah. How about the Open Champion Francesco Molinari? Get this. I mean this. I mean this is this is prior to what we've seen this year. So to be fair, it's old news. But um, six appearances in the Ryder Cup in terms of matches. Two two Ryder Cups overall, six matches, no wins, two halves, four losses. Yeah, it's not ideal, is it? But then, but then Le- again, he is a completely different player, and you know, the Golf National should be the kind of course that's absolutely perfect for. him. Oh, he's
2: come so close to winning. his three times he's been runner-up on the on the track over the over the last few years on the European Tour, and um, and it's just he's a he's, he's a different he's a different beast nowadays. His short game, you know, the improvement in his short game and and also his putting has been absolutely phenomenal. Mm. You know, and that's driving his performance. He's driving the wins that he's had this year. Um, clearly a major champion now. Yeah, I, I wouldn't read too much into his past Ryder Cup record, I must say. I think he'll improve massively on that this week.
0: I think sixth at the, you know, for, oh clearly uh, won the Open. Uh, sixth at the PGA Championship. Eighth. At uh, Boston, oh sorry, Aronimink a couple of weeks ago. I was just slightly disappointed last week. I thought he'd go a lot better than twenty-first at, at Eastland. Yeah, I think. You know, then that. again, these uh, a lot of these guys are actually learning these golf courses for the first time. Yeah. You um, know, you've got to say that about Tommy Fleetwood as well about how he's been going recently. These are all brand new courses over in the States. Yeah. Where was the, Na- the golf The golf national is clearly going to be a lot, you know, a lot more uh, closer to. And you look at Francesco second here in twenty ten, second here in twenty twelve, second here in 2016, sixth here in twenty fifteen. Stroke play, yeah, I grant you. But you know, twenty-two to one, that doesn't seem like a bad price to me on AI. on Frankie. I I think and you I think you, he's you a sneaky assume, strength. Yeah, I think he's a sneaky. You would assume that your open champion in a team that's got five rookies is is likely to be one of these got where Thomas Bjorn's going to be coming, walking up to him, saying, "I want you to be a leader this week. Yeah. I want you. I need you to be a leader. You're going to play with who you want, and you're going to play five times." Mm.
2: Yeah, I'm not not sure so I can see him getting five matches, but I can see him playing more than um, more than the average for the whole team.
0: And definitely four.
1: I mean, he, he should he should be in there for both foursomes.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'll go to. He's perfect for foursomes, isn't
1: he? Yeah. So it's, where, it's whether he gets a, a roll out in a four ball. Uh, I guess it depends on, you know, what 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 uh, what Bjorn sees in his putting, maybe. Um, yeah, I'd be happy to see Frankie in both foursomes and you know if if uh, if he's firing, great, roll him out in one of the four ball matches as well. Yeah, mm.
0: yeah I think he's he's guaranteed four appearances definitely. I think there's a little bit of sneaky, a sneaky value and sneaky strength there for sure. Yeah.
2: With Frankie. Oh, yeah. Course-wise, he's got so much strength in in terms of his experience. It's yeah, that's a massive advantage for me.
0: Tommy Fleetwood,
2: former winner, former winner of the uh, Open de France. Lots of missed cuts alongside it, though. Five times he's missed a cut and a win. That's one of those more obscure stats that you will see about a player on a particular track. Mm.
0: Yeah, thereabouts in the states. He's he's playing well, isn't he? He's playing well. Just can't seem to put those three rounds together. And I think a lot of that, as I said, is is the fact that this is you know the FedEx Cup was all new to him. It was all brand new courses. You know, it's a totally different level of golf. But you know, eighth eighth at Aronimink eleventh last week at East Lake. I noticed he finished quite strongly over the weekend at East Lake. Mm.
2: Um, he hit a lot of, hit, hitting a lot of greens at Aronimink as well, wasn't he? Very strong GLR. and that's you know when when Tommy's hitting a lot of greens, he only takes a little spark with his putter, um, and yeah, his putting, his long range putting has been one of the things that I've been most impressed about over the last couple of years or so as he's
0: kind of stepped up to this next level. Could you see a fleet with a McIlroy team? Potentially.
1: Yeah, why not? I I I, th- I think Tommy's gonna uh, could be the. Uh, Kind of the rookie hero, you know, the Kolsart, you know, Peters kind of uh, guy this year. Mm. You know, the the yeah, crowds, are, the crowds are gonna be all over him just because of his uh, his demeanor and who he is. And uh, yeah, I think he'll, uh, I I think he'll stand up. Uh, I think, I hope he does. It um, could be a, a really great uh, asset to the European team. Mm-hmm. Played we'll,
0: well in the one, played well in the one Walker Cup that he played in many years ago. But that always, to me, is something I kind of look for. You know, he, he won a, one of the two singles he was in. He won another match against an absolutely dominant team over in America, um, and he was one of the guys that actually stood up to them. Which is, but that bodes well, um, I think, from a your Ryder Cup perspective. And that kind of thing doesn't seem to worry him, does it You know, no. I think I think he'll go well this week. I really do, Tommy Fleetwood. Right, who should we discuss next? Let's think about it. I think we should discuss... Uh, let's talk about Tior Bjorn Olsen.
2: Can we see him getting more than three matches?
1: No, no chance.
2: Then he's not he's not a play in this market, is he? He's not a play in any of the outright markets.
0: I think he's a very, very big weakness for Europe.
1: Yeah, I- his career singles record is three and nine in match play. I was just looking this up earlier, and I went, "That is not good." No, um, he's got a couple of couple of top
2: threes here on the track, uh, but then again, similar to Fleetwood, he's also got you know a lot of miscuts riddled in between that as well. And uh, we know how erratic he can be. When he's very good, when he's good, he's very very good, and when he's bad, he's is uh, he's kind of off the charts bad sometimes. So. Tyrrell Hatton Yeah has uh, uh, T- to- got a little bit more about him in terms of that kind of top quality type player. I think Tyrrell can be a you know can be a contender for a lot of big titles over the next few years. Um, but again, he's making his debut here. He hasn't got the best records on the track either. Um I talking about earlier.
1: I think Tyrrell is either going. This is going to make him or break him. I don't think there's an in between. Um, could, he, could
0: you see? Could you yeah. see Tyrrell Hatton being a kind of Patrick Reed like? Yeah. For the
1: for yeah. team Europe, because I can. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly kind of the angle I'm approaching from. You, know, it'll make him or break him. He'll either go full read and uh, you know he'll be engaging with the crowds. You know. Probably an an element of aggression more than you'd ex- expect to see. But uh it, it could work in his favour or he could get absolutely vaporised. I'll t- I tell you what yeah. I think. It's, it's going to be I fun thinking, to watch anyway.
0: Yeah, it will be. I was looking at this earlier this afternoon and in my mind, when I was looking at the bottom of the market, I'm talking players outside, you know, players down from, from Fleetwood in the market. So Stenson, Casey, Garcia, Noran, Mickelson, Simpson, Watson, Fienau, Hatton and Olson. Of all of those, the one that jumped out to me was Tyrrell Hatton, on, purely on the basis that he's got that fiery character. I think he won't shrink. Well, he, he'll go one of two ways. He will shrink or he won't. And, I, and I've got a feeling he's going to thrive. And I just I don't know. I just, I get the, you know, and 66 to 1, that's a big price on someone that's very high up in the world rankings. I think he'll go all right this week. Again, the I question he could, is: he could, he could be a strength, I think, Hatton.
2: The question is how how many matches he gets to play. Because again, if he's if he's maxing out on three matches, then he's not going to win that particular market. But yes, but then I, then you, I agree. I,
0: but then you'll you'll probably find he gets more matches than Teo and Olsen. You'll probably find he gets more matches than Alex Noren that hasn't been playing overly fantastically recently. Mm. And if he does start well, I think that yeah, the, he, the key will be yeah. Mm, of course it will. You just said the same thing about Thomas Beaters last oh, year, didn't no, he? Precisely. Precisely. Okay, you're getting and they, that they, in the price, aren't you?
2: Yeah, they, they, they paired him up with Rory after the after the first morning. He, I think it was the yeah it was the, the afternoon onwards, and them two hit the, hit the ground running, and uh, he played played everything, didn't he?
0: Have you got a have you got a view one of you in terms of what his match play record is? Because I I remember him going quite well at this year's World Match Play in, in Austin. He got oh, had quite so, deep. Uh, yeah, he got, yeah, really he got deep to that.
2: Well, he got through the um, he got through the group stage, and he lost to uh, Cam Smith, I think it was uh, from memory. Mm. I think that I think that must have been the first round. Last eight or something? No, I think it was before that. I think I think it was the first round after the after the group. But clearly, he got I
1: have it it here. I did some quick googling. He's uh, his career singles record is eight and four. So yeah, it's um, probably what you want. Two two matches in each of the last two WGC match plays, and uh, has won some of the you know, Paul Laurie match play Eurasia Cup. So you know it's, uh, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's right, a yeah. it's a solid record eight and four. Yeah, doesn't yeah, matter. He, yeah, doesn't he got he got
2: to the fourth round. So I think with the Paul Laurie one one year, uh, Although the, yeah, I, the quality of opponent won't have been anywhere near uh, even the, the WGC like, standard. But
1: yeah, but in an eighteen yeah. hole match if you're playing against another. You know, Decent quality professional. anybody yeah. either can beat the other on a given day. So uh, to be, you know, to have a eight and four record, that's that's pretty good, you know. And that and you know the charged atmosphere of a Ryder Cup could, you know, that's going to feed what what Tyrrell Hatton loves feeding on. You know that uh, that extra energy and yeah, it'll uh, go
0: one of two ways. Yeah. Tyrrell Hatton, it'll be terrible or it could yeah. be very very exciting. And at sixty six oh. to one, I'm prepared to take a punt on that.
1: I would absolutely love to see him and Patrick Reed go at it in the singles. <laughs> oh,
0: man.
1: Oh, it'd be so good.
0: <laughs> well, the thing is,
2: you know you in know, Hatton, um, those mid-range, those 20, 25-feet putts, when they start dropping, the confidence yeah. will just start flowing through his veins. I, I think your, your point, Steve, was absolutely right. He needs to be playing early, and he needs to yeah. have a fantastic first match. And if he does, then there's yeah. scope for something.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And don't forget, you know, this guy was leading in Boston a few weeks ago. You know, he's been playing quite nicely, hasn't he? I know he fell apart, but that's not the point. I think there's, there's seeds there for optimism potentially at a big price. Yeah. That leaves us in Team Europe with um, Paul Casey and Alex Naren what do we think of Mr. Casey I mean he's a very marmite kind of polarizing figure are, are we are we into Paul this week or oh, just to run through his stats quickly because um, he, he's played in three Ryder Cups 4 six8 one two drop, lost one in terms of those results uh, nine matches and this is so Paul Casey three wins three halves three losses
2: Yeah, and he's clearly got a bit of match play experience in the past. He won the um, the uh, the old HSBC at Wentworth back in 2006, wasn't it? Um, yeah. So clearly he played a four format. And I remember he lost to Polter, didn't he, in the WGC final. I forget which year that yeah. was. It must, must have been 09, something like that.
0: Dove Mountain, but, yeah.
2: But yeah, um, you know, and he's won again this year for that fantastic final round putting performance at the Valspar. But uh, aside from that... It doesn't overly excite me. Is he is he fit as well? Because he withdrew from uh, the BMW, didn't we? The back issue. Whether that, back was, issues, just,
1: yeah. whether that was just yeah. Was that because he was so f- he was so far gone yeah. in the tournament?
2: One, one or the other, definitely.
1: Look, if if I I don't know about you guys. I find Paul Casey a very hard guy to like and root for. Um, so if he goes and wins a point, brilliant. It's a point on the board, but I'm not going to be going out chanting his name or being like massively <laughs> enthused by him. Uh, so, I think Europe, though, from a, looking at it from a Europe perspective, they need Casey to be playing
0: reasonably well. Just looking at the team, you know, he's, yeah. he's one of those experienced guys on that side. Yeah, and you, you want him not to be hiding and you know playing three matches and losing three matches. If you're going to win this, you need him to be you know chipping in, playing four matches, you know, a couple of wins and a half. That that'd be absolutely perfect. Yeah, yeah, I can see. I can see him whether, it being... whether we're going to get that.
1: I can see him being rolled out in both the four-ball matches. Um, mm. If he gets, yeah, I don't know beyond that. Uh, yeah, moving that on. Leaves, Al- Al- Alex more Alex fun. Alex
0: Norrin. Doesn't it? I mean, and this is it. I, th- I suppose if we had this sc- discussion four months ago, we'd be all over him like a rash, saying that he's going to be a real strength
1: and he's he's tailed off. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well,
2: clearly, one one on the track earlier in
1: the year, didn't he? Yeah. Um, yep. But the then, last three years around the golf nationale he's a beast. 8th, 10th mm. and 1st, you yeah. know, so the amount of times, like we do this podcast, we bet on golf for years now, the amount of times guys can go to a track that they go really well on in absolutely shit form, and then they turn it on and go and go nuts, it could yeah. be the kind of thing that reignites them
2: But if you look at his match play record, he got all the way to the final with the Paul Laurie back in 2016, I think it was when he lost to Anthony Wall um, He should have made the final at the WGC match play this year, when he had a number of chances um, against Kevin Kisner and then eventually lost to Kisner um, and I think he won the third-place playoff in the end. But, um, you know, clearly there's a bit of match play uh, now about him as well. I, I don't think he's a particular weakness in the team, I know it, notwithstanding how he's been playing recently, which hasn't been to the very top of his game. But, um,
0: no, but again, as we keep saying, and this is the same with Molinari, it's the same with Fleetwood and, and, and Hatton. You know, this, these PGA Tour... The FedEx Cup, playing these tournaments, it's 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 very very hard. You know, missed cut, forty third in Boston, twenty fourth in BMW. So he's playing okay. He's playing okay. So yeah, I think I think we're kind of, you know, we're not as high as we would have been when he actually won in here in July. But I don't I don't see him as being a Teo Bjorn Olsen, for example. No, no. I think I think he's going to be contributing, Alex Alex Niren.
1: Olson's right, going to totally, totally troll us goal. now. Great, go Olson's going to troll us now after this and go out and win three points or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: he yeah. it, it, it'll be, it the top boy. Um, of um, course, yeah, if any of
1: the if any of the listeners though, who, who do they think like, is going to be the strongest guy, weakest guy, like shootout? Oh, yeah. uh, fire some tweets out there. Be interesting to get takes from uh, from other yeah, people. Absolutely. Yeah, couldn't agree more.
0: Right. Okay. Team America. Well, we haven't Tony done the fo- th- 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 we haven't done the postman yet, Steve. <laughs> oh God. Sorry.
2: The man who always delivers.
0: I do do apologize. (laughs) Ian Poulter, 67% win rate in the Ryder Cup. 12 wins, 2 halves and 4 losses. That's 13 Mm -hmm. points. 67%. uh, His his singles record, 4 wins, 1 half, no losses.
1: Can we send Um, him out in 7 matches? (laughs) Yeah.
0: Well, the, the crazy thing is, I'm seeing him in the lower half of the betting market. Yeah. And Paul and I said off off, um, off Mike earlier this afternoon, that is that's, that to me is the biggest value price I can see at the Ryder Cup at the moment.
2: So twice, I think it is, he's been the top combined point scorer, hasn't he? In, in Ryder, Ryder Cups in the past.
0: Yeah, I think uh, the last one was Valhalla in 2008.
1: Three times, lads, actually. Three times? 20, three times. 20, 2008, 2010, he was tied top point scorer, and 2012, he was top point scorer. Yeah.
2: And, and given that the Europeans generally have been more dominant in that particular market over the last um, last number of years, actually, if you go back historically, um, Poulter, for me, is the better of the week for that particular market. 20 to 1. As you say, Steve, he's in the bottom half of the betting, which um, doesn't make a great deal of sense, given he has been playing so nicely this year.
0: Yeah. That's, that's just to clarify that. Yes, Valhalla, four points, beat Hunter Mayhan on three and a half. Celtic Manor, that was the year that was all it was all cocked up by the weather, but he was joint top scorer with Wood Stricker and Luke Donald. And then at Medina, of course, he top scored with Justin Rose behind him and Rory McElroy. So yeah, there was only the Glen Eagles debacle where he he struggled three appearances and only yeah. a, one point in total. But I don't think he was in the form that he has been this year.
2: No, no and he's also got a bit of uh, bit of golf national form as well. He's finished inside the top four three times in the past. Wow, um, there's lots to like about Polter this week.
1: Twenty to one is very nice that all things considered I think that's a must back
0: yeah I agree hmm. okay sorry about that how could I forget the post
1: <laughs> sorry it was kind of like you know it goes without saying almost uh, yeah I'm glad, I'm glad we did I'm
0: glad we it. I kept seeing him on the list I'm thinking well I'll talk about him last talk about him last and I completely <laughs> forgot right let's go with America then um, let's talk through their squad Clearly, from a world rankings perspective, it's far stronger. But you know that's the case every year. Um, let's start with the two-time major champion from 2018, Brooks Kepka. Mm. What do we think to Brooks around here? I mean, I was very, very surprised to see him as uh, as short as eleven to one top point scorer, combined top point scorer.
2: But then he got three, three out of four points last time. Didn't he, on his debut.
0: Well, this is it. I mean, if you actually, I mean, it's raw stats, isn't it? And it's only based upon his last outing. But actually, he won three of he. he, he it was three wins and one loss from his four outings. But mm. you know, that was on a golf course that was very, very classical, very wide, very long, and set up totally for for birdies. Uh, but you know, he's a US Open twice, so you know, a course like this shouldn't be a problem to him. Yeah. but he just seems to have gone off the boil a little bit, Kepka. I don't know whether it, it was this number one ranking per thing or whether you know he just thought I've got you know we know that he targets majors. it? I'm just
1: thinking is it another case of him just not being that interested in tournaments that aren't majors or he just hasn't adapted his mindset to what he's saying he's going to do and start trying to win other tournaments as well as majors. Yeah, um you know so. that's, that's not a light switch you can just turn on you know that Wants to go get other tournaments out know, when everything's been dedicated towards majors. Um, he he loves a grind as well. He loves a difficult golf course. So, yeah. you know, this is this is just feeding into his wheelhouse. And he can go and hit, he can go hit irons off the tees on a lot of the holes or three-wood. Um, take driver when the, you know, when the risk is worth the, when the risk is worth it. Um, yeah, he could be, he could be a very dangerous player. Yeah.
2: Big strength for me. Big strength for the US
0: team, I think, Brooks. Definitely four appearances from Brooks. Oh, you'd Absolutely. Mm. You. That, that, yeah, That's going to happen. Um,
1: DJ.
2: Our new world number one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Did> the merry go round. <laughs> yeah. these, are, these are weird times.
0: Well, it's good. It just shows the strength of golf, doesn't it? There's so many players that can win. So that can't be a bad thing. Do we think yeah. do we see DJ as a strength or a weak? I was quite surprised how poor his Ryder Cup record is relatively.
2: Yeah, and actually his, his match play record in general was pretty poor, but then he went and won the uh, the match play didn't he last year um, the WGC which we said a few seconds mm. ago. So, uh, he's clearly capable.
0: There's, there's nothing in between with him, Paul. No. Four wins, three losses, no halves. Mm. That's a thirty six percent win rate, and I'm seeing Tiger Woods thirty nine percent, Phil Mickelson forty percent, Jordan Spieth, forty four, Patrick Reed sixty seven percent win rate yeah. for Team America. And Kepka, mm-hmm. although it's clearly a yeah, pretty academic, seventy five percent, three wins from four matches last year. Yeah. So yeah, for someone of Dustin Dustin Johnson's quality, you'd expect to see him higher in those rankings.
2: Yep. Yeah. yeah, I <laughs> He's, he's probably delivering a couple of points, um, and he'll be, you know, in in the context of the team, it will be, you know, it will be a decent enough performance. Whether he can justify a ten to one price in this particular market, um, I, I I can justify it myself. I don't think.
0: You'd rather Co- take Kupka at the uh, Kepka at the same price point, yeah?
2: I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, you I, know, I agree it,
0: with that. I agree
2: with that. You've also got these you know, lingering personal issues with DJ, and clearly yeah. that may work opposite now it's all out in the open, um, or it, it may not. You know, Clearly he pulled his game around a little bit last week um, and, and so it's back to the world number one position. Perhaps he starts to, starts to play some good golf again, which we'll see. P-
1: putting myself in the shoes of one of the Europeans, I'd rather see... Uh, DJ strolling around on the uh, inside of the ropes or in a buggy or with an earpiece in, which he probably would never do to be honest, than with a set of golf clubs beside him playing against me
2: mm.
1: even if even though his record's not stellar um, I'd be happy for him to not be playing yeah. from a European perspective he's, he's the world number one, he's a phenomenal golfer and if the mood takes him he could just go and destroy somebody on his own in a in a team of a, in a team match, so um, yeah, how, like how can he be a weakness at all?
2: No, 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 I don't think he is. He's, uh, he's he's gonna gonna be a positive part of that uh, part of the team. I think.
0: How about rookie Justin Thomas? X another ex world. Well, he's an ex world number one like Justin Rose is now.
2: Yeah. had a little bit of a taste for the course, didn't he? At the uh, French Open earlier this year finished 8th yeah mm. yeah solid 7th last week won the bridge time He's got much it? to it's dislike just... isn't he Yeah
0: you look at these kind of players like JT and you go oh he's going through a bit of a lull Where was he last week yeah 7 <laughs> Yeah yeah
1: that's
0: a bit of a lull
1: His his consistency is amazing now incredible Uh yeah he's he's going to be uh yeah, I I I could see him go I actually could see him going in five matches.
0: I think if, it's J, JT's the kind that, that will thrive in this atmosphere. Yeah. Well, saying that, I'm not so sure actually because I've heard this from a you know from numerous people when you, JT seems to be the kind of guy that when everyone's cheering for him, for him and things are going well, he he just thrives, but when things are going a little bit angst and, and and, you know, and things are, not everyone's pulling in the same, same direction from a kind of, um, from an audience, you know, um, direction. He seems to struggle a little bit. And his record over here at the
1: Open has been absolutely abysmal. But then
0: again, I suppose he's played the course this year. The only American that has done in competition. Mm. Yeah, I I,
1: th- I think he took a good step. There was something that was mentioned last week. You remember at uh, day one there of the Tour Championship, he got off to a bad start. And uh, at the end of the round, uh, it was remarked. I think as caddy said that was the most kind of determined and focused and uh, to to get himself out of that position, and uh, and he was yeah, he was really impressed with how he dealt with it. So you know, nice. It could be a little stepping stone for him to to dealing with adversity. I, like I think he's gonna be. I think he's gonna absolutely love the Ryder Cup.
2: Yeah.
1: And uh, yeah, I. It's a shame, like for somebody. Who is a rookie to be so short in the combined points market?
0: Yeah, oh, God, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If,
1: he was, if he was out somewhere around 14s or 16s, it would be uh, extremely attractive. But at 10s, you're, you know.
2: Yeah, there's not much juice in that, is it?
0: I think. What about Patrick Reid?
2: He's been off the
1: Captain board, America.
2: Yeah, he's another one who you know, clearly thrives in the format, but. Um, He's, he's not been good. as His ball striking was awful last week. Um,
0: and he's, I, don't, I don't see the I don't see the course fitting him at all. I mean, no, you know I mean, this, this is he, this is it's a penal course, and I know it's the Ryder Cup, and it, it will play a lot different from what we see in July. Yeah, but you know this isn't. You know, this isn't a uh, Glen Eagles from four years ago, no. is it? Wide open fairways, very attackable.
2: No, I think you can't be chopping your way around this course and expecting to win hole after hole. This is not going to happen. So he's going to have to find some greens in particular. He's going to have to find more fairways, and um, you know we know he's fantastic around the greens, um, but um, that's not going to be good enough here. You're going to need to be better from
0: tee to green. Um, yeah. Do you think? Do you guys think that he'll be paired with Spieth again? The dream team. I think so. I,
2: I don't see why they would break it, but. You know, you if, know if that they, could
0: be, I know this sounds ridiculous, but that could be a weakness.
2: Yeah, exactly. Know, we like, great, we know
0: about speed this season. You know, he didn't even qualify for the Super Championship. Hmm. That could be a real weakness.
2: Yep. That, if they go, they go a, out and lose their first game on Thursday right. morning, do they, do they play in the afternoon? Do they both only potentially get three, three matches as a result of that if they lose the first one?
1: I mean, think about it this. Like, that, could, that could be a match bet to watch to oppose them. Because no matter who, I'd say no matter who they go up against, they'll probably be favourites for that match. Yeah, of course. Because of the because of the popularity of the bet to back them to win because of their record. But I think Absolutely. you could definitely get a nice price on the uh, the European team against them.
0: Yep. Mm. Yep. I've, I have that noted down as an American weakness. That potential, you know, because yeah. that does create a problem. If they lose their first match, there's a huge problem there for Furyk straight away. And I, you know, I'm pretty certain he will say, "Yeah, go out in the afternoon, guys." You know, it could be two losses yeah. for the dream team you know, on the Friday, and then and then north, you've got real issues. Friday,
2: yeah,
0: yeah, got real issues, haven't you? How can <clears> I? <throat> oh, can I split them up? What am I going to do? You know, these were two, that you know, that was two, you know, a win and a half that I was kind of already chalked up.
1: Mm. The yeah. only thing is, that you've got like Justin Thomas, Ricky Fowler, there, you know, th- of that kind of same age bracket, so. You know, there's a bit of chopping and changing can yeah. be done.
0: Yeah,
1: or you could see the Patrick Reed Tiger Woods combo that everybody wants, or that Reed wants really. To be honest, <laughs> let's be let's be, let's let's be honest about it. Mm. Bubba Watson, huge Weak, huge weakness. massive weakness. Biggest big, worst record of the week for sure. Himself yeah. and Thorbjorn all of a sudden. I think, but I think Bubba is.
0: I've got the hump with him anyway, because I've tipped him up recently. He's played like an absolute dick. So, <laughs> Bubba, you're
1: a weakness. I think Bubba could he'll be... he top th- point th- score now. Is there an inverse market for that? I mean, he could actually, ha- he could actually come <laughs> out with four. zero points. Yeah. Yeah. It
2: he's, he's, he doesn't bode well, does it? He? He, he played poorly last week. Um, his irons weren't great. Um, he's got a poor record in this full stop. Wasn't it wasn't it when he came to France and he um missed the cut a few years ago when he said he didn't like uh, Can you imagine France?
1: the abuse he's gonna yeah. get over it? Yeah. Oh yeah. He saw the what's he say he saw he saw the terror <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. I, yeah Yeah. And was it's looking a, for a, a McDonald's
1: yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's going to get uh, wailed on by be, the crowds. Yeah,
0: he's going to be public enemy number one, surely. <laughs> Bubba.
1: Yeah, I can't wait for him to try like woo the crowd up, and then the crowd just boos him.
0: <laughs> and that takes us on to Jordan Spieth. I mean, these are positions four, five, and six in the American qualification. And, you know, we, we, we're we on a bit of a downer with Patrick, a bit of a downer with Bubba. And we're likely to be on a bit of a downer with Jordan as well.
2: Yeah, he's still not on all cylinders, is he? His, his patterns yeah, improved puttion. a little bit recently, but again, you would, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have him down as a strength in the team relative to some of the other boys. Then there. Hmm.
1: But he's he's got grit like those other guys don't. And
0: yeah, he's not above the It's
1: it's not. This is not going to be a birdie fest, and you know, making a lot of pars. Could be a very good thing this week, and Spieth has a great ability to make pars, and triples. There, well, you only lose one hole for that.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true.
1: Yeah, so um, it's uh it might not be as doomy and gloomy as we think for Spieth.
0: No, he's no Bubba Watson. I I, I would put him nowhere near that. I mean, but I think Bubba's going to struggle like sin. But Jordan and Reed, it'll, that'll be a fascinating watch on Friday morning if mm. that team occurs. Mm. That that's going to be one to really focus on because if those two fire and win their first match, you, you, if your team Europe, you're starting to to worry. Um, if they don't, you know that's something that could potentially be a, re- a weakness for the yeah. Americans. Opens the door, I think. Ricky Fowler, a bleak, a bleak injury, a
1: bleak yeah. injury. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of, lot of Again. players coming in
2: with little, ah, little knocks, aren't
1: there? He was good this week, wasn't he, though? I think, like he had, okay, he had that, him, te- he had that terrible, that. terrible that. back nine the other, where he just made bogey after bogey after bogey. But he hates Eastlake But yeah, I mean that wasn't a bad performance last week. Yeah, no. um, yeah, and he's yeah. I don't know. I I think Ricky will go pretty well this week. I was surprised how weak his record in the Ryder Cup is. You know, yeah, he's only got a
2: couple to, of wins, isn't he?
0: Well, this is it. Two wins, yeah, five halves. Fair enough. So yeah, and four losses. So actually, you know, there's not many wins, but there's plenty of halves in there. He's he's, he's actually um, contributed four and a half points from three appearances in the Ryder Cup, which is not exactly brilliant, is it? And his singles record is very Paul Casey-like: one win, one half, one loss.
2: Well, when you're seeing him at the same price as Ian Poulter in that market. Um, absolutely there's, there's only one place my money's going
0: mm, absolutely I couldn't agree more Paul and then Webb Simpson I think Simpson could be a sneaky strength he's had a good year Simpson and these kind of tougher golf courses I know it's obvious for a US Open champion played well again last week got us our each way money back 28-1 to 1. great putting again last week fourth for playing in the field and you know we know you know that from a match play perspective, if you can uh, if you can make some putts, that's that's always a strength. So I could see Simpson going potentially quite well this week. But who's
2: he played with in the past? He's played predominantly with Bubba, isn't he?
0: Oh please, no. I wouldn't back him in the top. I wouldn't back him personally. I just think that there are worse players in that American oh, team yeah. that will contribute but then, less points than Webb on, Simpson. On, on
2: Friday and Saturday, he's got to be paired with someone. So who's he play with? If, he, if they put him in a team with Bubba, which he's played... In
1: 2012 and 2014, he was playing with Bubba. Yep. Yeah. That, I mean, that's, that's like playing with an anchor, though, for Webb Simpson. <laughs> with, you know, having Bubba in, in his current guys. L-
0: listeners, scratch what Steve said. So, if uh, <laughs> so, he's paired with Baba, it's
2: yeah, you, you've potentially got another weak pairing. That, that, that's where the the challenge will be, I think. It's, it, there, there I, we
1: now have a we now have a double for the match bets: Speed and Reed, <laughs> and Simpson and Baba to lose.
0: Yeah, or, or just oppose
2: what we've said completely and go the other way. Now
1: we come, <laughs> yeah, to the, yeah, yeah.
0: we come to the wild cards. This guy, for me, is one to watch. I think that he's going to go very, very well this week. Bryson Deshambo. Mm. Yeah. This I think this course will pay to his strengths. Brilliant ball striking. Yeah. Clearly completely fried under the pressure last week. It was always going to go one of two ways. But over the weekend 66, 67 that was the best in the field last week at Eastlake.
1: Mhm. Yeah. Now pressure pressure definitely and visibly told on him on the you know the yeah. the first day. Yeah. So putting you know that's um How shows Show strength how do you character. Think he'll
0: get, though, how do you think he's gonna get on with this really, really intense atmosphere, anti USA atmosphere that he will face this week? Is Bryson the kind that can just put that to one side and not worry mm-hmm. about it?
1: Yeah, I could see a lot of emotional highs and lows this week <laughs> in Bryson's future. Mm-hmm.
0: He's gonna play a lot he's gonna play with Tiger Woods though, isn't he?
2: Yeah, it sounds like it.
0: You know, well, I think, I, I think read, that's a good pair. Oh, yeah, Tiger wants Bryson. Tiger wants Bryson. I think that's a great pair in person. Yeah.
1: Mm. Uh, well That I mean, that'll be the kind of thing that can probably keep Bryson on a bit more of an even keel. Yeah, of being course. With because Tiger. Tiger,
0: will, Tiger will have his arm around him the whole time, just telling mm. you know, telling him what to do and when to do it. Mm. Mm. So we we think Deshambo and Woods are going to be a a real strength for the Americans. Yeah.
2: I think that's one of the best pairings they've got, yes, personally.
0: And that takes us into Tiger. What, 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 do we think that Tiger's going to do the business this week? <laughs> I was surprised to see him at his price, actually. 16-1. to 1. Top, Yeah, yeah top I, I, I agree. Points.
2: And again, I, I think he'll get a lot of matches. I think he's one of the candidates for that market to, to score a lot of points. And if he and Bryson do hit the ground running, then... Um, he could be challenging in that
0: market, I think. Ask like, yourself this, chaps: Does Tiger Woods or Phil Mickelson play more matches at this week? Yeah, no oh,
1: Tiger! It's not even a.
0: That's well, not Tiger, even a contest. In my mind, Jim Jimbo, his mate, is going to put him in five times. Yeah, yeah. it's just going <laughs> to so, happen.
1: Yeah, is that a mistake? I mean, if it depen- like, can he handle five matches in terms if Tiger, of? Yeah, or will he-
0: sorry. I'll rephrase it. If Tiger wants to, he'll play five matches.
1: There, yeah, yeah, for yeah, I agree. Um, I could see him playing two on Friday, one Saturday, and one, and then the singles on Sunday. Mm. Five would surprise me because my tire, you know, he's forty-two. He's he's just gone through the emotion of winning this week for the first time in five years. But we have seen um, yeah. in the
0: past, we have seen players win this um, top point scorer with four appearances. Ian Poulter being one of them. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't put him completely out of the equation if he plays four. It's not clear he's got a win. Okay. You too happy with talking about Tiger? or have you got anything else to add? No, we're
2: done with Tiger. I think. He's got a good chance in that market, I think.
0: Phil Mickelson.
2: He was awful last week, man
1: awful awful mm. real, real he's been, st- he's been steadily kind of fizzling out since early in the season though hasn't he yeah
0: mm. yeah since he got his world his world golf championship win and got that monkey you know, at 2013 no wind monkey off his back he's mm. steadily gone downhill hasn't he yeah no top yeah. 10
2: since may it's, yeah as you say it's just kind of uh, Drifting further and further, the putting went last week completely, and he had been putting quite well earlier in the year. But yes, doesn't bode well for, for Lefty, I must say.
0: Thing is, just knowing Lefty and knowing how vocal he is, knowing you know how he's regarded, you know, across American golf, there's no way you, that he will won't start Friday morning, is there? Phil will be in those eight players, yeah. Can you? Can you? Can, I think he will be. And that, to me, is a weakness.
1: Yeah, I think they have to put him out in the first one because this is if, it. If if doesn't put him out in the first one, what sort, what does that say to Phil and the team? It's like I've got no confidence in Phil. Oh
0: well, no, exactly. And who and he and he's such a vocal part of that team. To do that would be kind of suicidal. So who's he going to be, budded Up who does Phil play with? He hasn't he played a lot of his golf recently? Is it with Kuchar? Oh my god, I've got that wrong. I think who's he played most of his. He's been with Ricky, isn't it? Mm, yeah. Yeah. Have a quick, look. Yes. I'd... Yeah. You can see that, can't you? Ricky and Phil. Yeah,
2: Fowler, Fowler, Mickelson, Fowler, Mickelson. Yeah, so that's generally been where they've been they've been paired. Uh,
0: I think that'll happen again. I think that'll happen again. But does it
2: does, it, does it? does that sniff of a another weak pairing to you potentially? Yeah. Just to me.
1: Is that just because of Phil? So, like, put Phil with Fino. Is that, is that weaker still, again, because of Phil's form?
2: Yeah, I think
0: so. I think from an American perspective, you would want to put Phil in the four
1: balls, wouldn't you?
0: Because he makes birdies, yeah?
1: Yeah, yeah. Would, so the mistakes you, are kind you, of...
0: Would you put him in the foursomes, though? And will he tolerate just playing four? Mm. Uh, or, th- or three matches?
1: And yeah, maybe he has to. I mean, around that golf course, as wild as he can be, that's lethal in foursomes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not. It's not a, it Doesn't seem like a good. It doesn't seem like a good match.
0: But the thing with Phil is, you just know with him that when things are going well, you know he's he's a harmonising effect. Yeah, but when when things aren't going well and he's not getting his way in a team, you would assume that he can be quite destabilising potentially. You know he's very vocal about Tom Watson, wasn't he? For yeah, in uh, in Scotland uh, four years ago. So that's an interesting dynamic, I think, with Phil. Mm. I really do. Um, that takes us. I won't forget this individual. He's the twelfth in the team this week. Tony Finau. He's had a
1: beautiful season, has not he? Incredible. Yeah, yeah. Can, okay. Can you guys believe he's fifty to one in the combined market?
2: Yeah, again, it's, it's going to come down to how many game, matches he plays, isn't it? But ball striking-wise, he's been hitting greens for fun, hasn't he, the last few few weeks, and that's exactly what he's going to need. It.
0: He'll be able to club down here. As we said, I, I yep. think I've read you can, you can play this around here with only three drivers. Yeah, I think so, yeah. You know, three three or four holes with driver. So he can mm-hmm. club down, and that makes him a real danger for me. Because we know that his ball striking is absolutely superb. And he and he will find fairways.
1: But if you think about it, so say like... He's, he's and Reed, a birdie,
0: machi- birdie machine, isn't he?
1: Yeah, say Spieth and Reed go out and Phil goes out on Friday morning and th- those two matches are lost. Then, you know, Fina comes in in the afternoon, maybe. Uh, they, He wins his match and then all of a sudden Furyk's like, well, he's won, so let's get him out again Friday morning. And yeah. he could end up playing four matches. Yeah. It's it's possible. Oh, it is possible.
0: I mean, I'm seeing. You know, he's in the same kind of price point as Bubba Watson. You know, there's no way he should be there. No. If I was the, if I was making the odds, I'd put Bubba at the very bottom. Twenty four out of twenty four for this. But there yeah. you Yeah, I, th- I think is a danger. Yeah,
1: he's a good player.
2: It just comes down to, as Barry said, how how many ma- matches he plays.
1: And do, goes- do you know the thing about? Uh, just I think Fina, could, I mean, he seems like the kind of guy. You know, he's very laid back, and he's very easily matchable with a lot of those guys on that team. Yeah, very popular as well. Yeah, I can't, I can't see many, play, you know, many combos there or any at all that probably wouldn't work in theory. He just because of his personality. Yeah. He, he could be, he could be their super sub.
0: He undoubtedly plays both of the um, the four balls. Because we just know he's such a, you know, an attacking mm. birdie monster. So he's he's definitely going to play three. There's no way he's going to be hidden. and Just plays two like Fitzpatrick. No, no, no. no, no. I don't know.
2: he should be. Yeah.
0: Or Andy he should, should, play,
2: should play three minimum. But again, it's, it's, unless you win all three, um, and even then, you're talking about ties in this market. I'd imagine. So, mm.
1: yeah,
2: it's a um, it's a tough one to actually bet
0: on. But so we've run through the two teams. Where do, overall, before we go into any kind of individual bets, I mean, let's tie the two teams up to the course that we're playing. Who who, who do you think the golf national suits? I mean, it's an it's an obvious question to answer, but it's worth putting out there. Who, who do you think the golf National will suit? Will it be, it? Would you think it will definitely be set up to be more European team Europe, or what I'm suggesting is last 2 years ago the americans went to absolute extremes in terms of course setup to make it play statistically how they wanted it to because they knew that in a birdie wedge fest they would win hmm. do we think that the course will be set up completely the opposite to what the americans will want this year the Gulf national do you think it's going to play tough are we going to see the kind of le- length of rough that we see in July, or do we do we think that uh, the powers that be will say to Captain Beall, "Well, actually, you know, it can't be too much of a grind because we've got you know half the world's eyes watching it."
1: Mm. I, it it's dry over there in France this week, with you know reasonable temperatures in the in the twenties um, Celsius for those that are listening outside the UK and Ireland. You know that, that that course is not going to be super. You know it's going to run a bit. It'll, it, you know, and that that makes um, that makes it fun for for watching. You know, when there's a little bit of unpredictability to it. I think they're going to have to have the greens a little bit receptive. Like with as a spectacle, you don't want the Ryder Cup to be a slog. You okay. want to see a few birdies go in. Yeah. So I think, look, I think just the actual arch, you know, the, the the shape of the course, the architecture of it does play a little bit into the European hands, but it's I don't think it's a massive bias.
2: No, I'd I'd agree, Barry. I think um, it, it's likely to be slightly softer than it was back in July. Um, you know, bear in mind at the back end of that, uh, well, in that point in oh, time, yeah. it, it was yeah. extremely it was, dry, extremely. It was hot, fiery, wasn't it? wasn't
0: it? Yeah. Didn't mm. they have to water it? At, they watered it after Friday, didn't they?
2: Yeah, yeah. It was, it, you know what it was like in the UK at that point in time. It was just, you know, it, it, it was relentless heat, wasn't it? Um, and it has rain. It has rained since. It is going to be a bit greener. It is going to be a bit softer. Um, but as Barry said, it's going to be dry for the duration. Um, it's not going to be overly hot, but it's you know, you know, it's it's not going to be so cold that the Americans uh, you know thoroughly dislike it. So, um, and I don't I don't think they'll set it up to be a, a U.S. Open style test because that's not what the Ryder Cup's about. It is about um, you know some enjoyable, um, aggressive golf. So, but yeah. Weighing everything up, I think there's a slight bias towards the setup um for the Europeans. And I also think the European team, from a tee to green and ball-striking perspective, are a better overall team in that respect than the Americans. And I think that also plays into their hands very slightly.
1: I mean, for me, it's the kind of course that it's actually going to be fun to do a little bit of tucking away of the pins. And, you know, have the course a little bit more playable, scorable, but tuck the pins away. And, Mm. you know... You, let, they'll, let,
0: they'll have to do that.
1: Let let great shots happen, but you know, when yeah. pins are in tricky spots, yeah. then mistakes happen, <laughs> and then you've got the the chance for miracle saves. And we're not going to be- see
0: middle of the green pin no. positions like we did two years ago. Yeah, that's fact, isn't it? Yeah, and that's yes, within sure. the rules of the that's that's within rules of engagement, isn't it? So that's fine. I think Bjorn will, will order some very tricky pins, and like you said, reward great shots. But make it a grind for for those that are struggling. Who who wins then?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a tight one, isn't it? It's
2: seriously tight. I'd I'd love I'd love to see the European team win naturally. Um I think it's gonna go down to the wire and I wouldn't be surprised to see the Europeans just nick it. By a point, by half a point.
1: I, I do you know, it's such a tough call because having you know we've gone through had the chat about them and it seems like there's, uh, you know, more or less an equal amount of doubt on both yeah,
0: sides. Yeah, I agree with that. It's not you. You read it on paper. And you go, "Oh, the Americans are far stronger," but actually, when you go into detail, there's a lot. There's players struggling on both sides, pretty much equally. Pretty
1: yeah, much it equally. seems. It, it seems fairly balanced. And, and with that said, uh, back to draw. Fourteen in all for twelve to one. <laughs> um, yeah, he, head says Americans just by a nose, but heart obviously is with Europe. So uh, all I all I know is the at the end of the day, I know we've won a lot of these over the last few years, so it doesn't it doesn't kill me when you know to lose one. The Ryder Cup is a spectacle, and it should be entertaining. And win, lose or draw, that's what I really want to get out of it. You know Yeah,
0: agree.
1: I'm a huge, huge fan of golf and to see entertaining golf over three days with some of the best players in the world going out of a match play, um, that's a reward and if Europe win then icing on the cake.
0: You just want it to be close, don't you? Hmm.
1: Yeah. There I mean there you go. Um I'm not saying I don't want us to win, but I just want to see a highly entertaining match and hopefully, you know, a few tight singles games that it all hinges on come Sunday afternoon. What about, what about you, Steve? Where? You? I think
0: the Americans win it, but it won't be a landslide. I think it's going to be tight.
1: What, do you think, like a 15 and a half, maybe? Or a 15, 13 kind of thing? They might, they might even just retain it.
2: So there you go, between the three of us, we've got every eventuality covered there.
1: This is brilliant. This is great sitting on the fence. I'm sure it, the listeners put it, put it are this so when I, when, I, when,
0: I, when I backed America three weeks ago, I didn't back them to win it. I backed them to retain it or win the, or, you know, it, it's not the win market as such. So, so mm. I, I'm okay if they, if they uh, draw, but I think it'll be tight. I think the value, and clearly is Team Europe, that's the value bet, and that will be backed that will be backed in steadily during the week, I think. Mean. Mm. You know, home advantage means so much in the Ryder Cup.
1: It's a big deal, isn't it? It
0: is a big deal, but you've also, in Team America, you've got some real quality there. And if if, if players like Koepka, uh Thomas, Woods, really, really fire, and they're supported like a, by a DeChambeau, I think they've just got a little bit too much. And I'm not, you know, I know I know Team Europe play more as a team, but you've got, you know, you've even got the likes of McElroy, who would be a figurehead who isn't playing, you know, he's not playing as well as he was in 2016. You know, we know that as a fact. He just won the Tour Championship. He's playing some great stuff, then. He's there or thereabouts, but I don't think he's firing on all. Yeah. I, I just think there's a there's a there's a few doubts in there. You know, what's going to happen with Paul Casey? You know, if the postman doesn't deliver like he has done, I'd Who's, say, I'd who, say, who, you know, we got Stenson with the elbow. There's, there's issues there, and if you know, it could, it, 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 there might be just too many slight issues for Team Europe. But yeah, I don't. You know, you you could say, oh, you know, I've seen people say, oh, USA going to win by you know eight, six, seven points. And they're not. It they won't.
2: I, the, the one factor that I think may impact this is that I think the Europeans will be more predisposed to playing their weaker players or any weakness less and being comfortable with that. So if there's a player who's struggling um, for whatever reason, they may only play two matches.
0: Agree with that. And that, that's an issue with someone like Mickelson, yeah.
2: Yes, and I think the Americans will try and balance it more. I think they'll try and get everyone to play three or four matches. And even if someone's playing poorly, I'm not sure you'd see someone play just two. And no, I no. think that could then impact the score. And yeah, that, I agree. That, that, that for me, then swings... You know, This pendulum is so close, so tight, that it only needs a tiny little swing one way or the other for it to make an impact. And I don't know, could be wrong, but... Um, I suspect that some of the players who we've highlighted as being potential weaknesses will get too much
0: airtime. So you reckon something like Europe 15-13 would be a good score, fourteen and a half thirteen and a half Potentially,
2: yeah. yeah. The, the, the vagaries of that market are such that I, I don't like to bet on it um, anyway because uh, you, know, you could be half a point out and oh, of course. You know, thoroughly disappointed. Or, or you cover two or three prices or, or, or um, two or three... Uh, results of and uh, you know you, you're, the cumulative odds you're getting what well, the average odds you're getting are tiny so um, yeah I, I don't tend to play in that but um, if you fancy the particular score they, yeah I'd expect it to be very close hmm. as Barry says the, the draws always you know if, if you're looking at something that's going to be that tight then
0: the draws always something worth considering did you answer the question Barry or did you just prevaricate?
1: Oh no! I just jumped around. Just in just many you what
0: well, you just said. You it was going to be a festival of golf, didn't you? I gave the very yeah very crap answer, really.
1: Uh, the very economist, you know, uh, so, politician-like answer, where I didn't actually commit to any one thing whatsoever. No, um, <laughs> just and, you know, just said like it's 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 more about the game. <laughs> um,
0: we're, we're all winners
1: yeah 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 that's exactly yeah. it you know the, the golf this the podcast
0: winner. is listened to by people that bet on golf so that kind <laughs> of flowery rubbish doesn't go down
1: particularly well th- that kind of flowery rubbish is exactly what I need to deliver based on my record of recent times so uh, <laughs> non-com- non- non-committal non and don't follow me on anything this week to be honest
0: who who are we backing then in the top combined scorer market I know that we're all, we're all, we've we we all said Pulse yes yeah?
1: Yeah,
2: two for me. Polton Woods is the, uh, are the two that I've backed.
0: Yeah, I concur with that. What about you, Barry? Go on, give us, give us, give us one at a bigger price. I, I also think personally that I think I, I want to get Fleetwood away in some kind of market as well because I think Fleetwood's going to have a good week.
1: Yeah, I mean he's what twenty twos is available on him in the combined? He's, uh, yeah,
0: he's outstanding at twenty twos. I mean sixteen to one with other firms, and as Paul yeah. said, I can get Tiger Woods at sixteen to one. That's crazy. That's madness.
1: It is. Alright, long shot. Fino at fifties. Mm, each shot. way top, each way top four. I I, I think he, I mean he's had such a great season and he's versatile enough that should things start going wrong for Furyk and his plans for his teams. Fina could, like I said, he could be that super sub that gets slotted in and next thing you know he's played four matches and he could have won three, three and a half points and that three and a half points can be enough to do it.
0: Oh, it can, especially at 50 to one.
1: Yeah. Yep. Uh, they play so. each
0: way, listeners, four, uh, four, four, four places um, caught the odds. The only people that have gone fives, uh, Paddy Power have gone five and a fifth, so, You might want to play that, you might not. So we've gone for two Americans and one European in a market that's been won the last 10 times by Europeans, yeah?
1: Yeah, trends are there to be broken, aren't they? They
0: are, that's true. That's (laughs) what always brings me down to my knees, actually.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) I think that's it then, chaps. I think that's our Ryder Cup twenty eighteen podcast completed, unless yeah, I've missed anything.
1: No, all good. It, it's gonna be great. It yeah. re, it really is. The, I mean the the place looks set up so well with all the stands. Stands are um, great. Yeah, it looks fantastic. So bring it on. Can't wait for Friday morning. Yeah, Friday. Cold and night. I actually looking forward to the week of just evening time viewing, watching old Ryder Cups. Um, on Sky, uh, Sky usually do a pretty good job of that. Did a nice, good interview with Thomas Bjorn last night himself and Nick Doherty Yeah. So for anybody looking for catch up stuff. Absolutely.
0: Well, thank you for your time, chaps. We'll be back again next week for the uh, start of the PGA Tour. I know it sounds ridiculous, and we've also got um, the Dunhill. Alfred Dunhill.
1: Uh, yeah, the yeah. Alfred. Yeah,
0: links up at great uh, Tournament. up at St Andrews. I know that's one that Paul always thinks he's going to win at, and <laughs> you've never quite found. <laughs> say that, it's like two hundred and some odd men in the field, isn't it? It's crazy. It's, it's,
2: it's a slightly bigger field. Yeah, it's it's always a fun one to try and uh, try and decipher. There's some oh, big yeah, big old City. prices that uh, can can win there as well. So it's always nice yeah, ro- to get taken teeth ro-
0: into. Ross Fisher going for four runner-up positions mm. up there. Mm. Alright chaps, well thank you uh, Thank you for your time, thank you for listening and uh, we will be back again next week and uh, enjoy your Ryder Cup experience. See you later, bye.